Well, we have a trade. The New Jersey Devils dun, have dun, finally dun, traded. Whatever the NFL draft music is. <laughs> <laughs> the New Jersey Devils have finally come to terms and have traded their star Taylor Hall to the Arizona Coyotes for a 2020 first round pick, a 2021 third round, which is pick, conditional, and yes, both. No, the for the 2020 first one is a hard first round pick. Is it okay? Well, that's even better for them. Um, and also three prospects: uh, Nick Merkley, Nathan uh, Schnarr. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. <laughs> Something like that. And defensive prospect Kevin Ball, I yep. believe that's how you say it. Um, Coyotes obviously get Taylor Hall with the Devils retaining fifty percent of Taylor Hall's remaining salary and forward Ben Spears, Blake Spears, excuse me. So, instant thoughts, Scott. What do we think? Um, I think it was just a matter of time before it happened. Um, Absolutely. Hall was not going to re-sign with the Devils, and the Devils suck, so they might as well just, you know, clear clear house. Um, and, and, I mean, it kind of makes sense for both teams. I mean, these are two teams going in completely different directions. Yeah. I think the Devils are looking more to uh, rebuild. You know, they know that they're terrible, so they're going to look to rebuild somewhere. And the Arizona Coyotes are in, you know, they're in a position where they can compete for the playoffs and Taylor Hall will really help them. Yeah. And, uh, like, from what I've seen, or let's just talk about the prospects first that the uh, the right. Devils got in return. Um, the Athletic did a story on the prospects that the Devils received back. Um, first, we'll go over Kevin Ball. He is a six foot six defenseman. He's about 240 pounds. So this dude is a tank. Um, yes. people are kind of up and down on him. Some people think he's going to be a very good player. Some people think that, um, you know, he's going to be like a number five defenseman. Um, he, uh, a quote in this, uh, article by, it was written by Corey Pronman. I think he's like the, the head prospect evaluator. Associate I think or... he's the head prospect evaluator okay. for the athletic. Um, he is obviously huge. He has a very big frame. Um, right. I don't necessarily, I don't exactly know how old he is. Uh, let's see. He is, he's 19. Um, Toronto, uh, his youth was Toronto and he's from British Columbia. So he currently played for the Ottawa 67ers in the, in the Ontario Hockey League. Yeah, so uh nineteen year old kid, uh the Ottawa sixty sevens coach said he's going to play for a long time in the NHL. He's a big defenseman with a good stick, he skates really well, he's physical and extremely tough to play against. He has a lot of attributes in his game. Um the big thing that people question is uh his offensive upside. Um he really doesn't offer uh, a lot on the offensive side. Um, and that kind of, you know, takes away some of his grading from scouts. Um, but like I said, he's mainly a projected number four, number five defenseman. He's going to be a guy that, you know, shuts down the top line of other guys, uh, of other teams, but Mm -hmm. he's not going to be that, uh, like that guy who, um, you know, plays 25, 26 minutes a night. He's not going to be your top defenseman, which, you know, for the devils is okay when you have guys like Ty Smith, um, in the works, you have Riley Walsh, who currently plays for Harvard. He's going to come out uh, this year. We maybe we'll see him at the end of this year. Um, 
And then you also have guys like Will Butcher and Sammy Vatnin still around. So, you know, the Devils who struggle on the defensive end, uh, this one, you know, takes up another one of those spots and, you know, could be a bright spot for the Devils in the future. And I think, you know, starting from the back for the Devils is going to be big, especially with goaltender. They have to figure that out. Um, and then, you know, defense in front of the goalie. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this guy's, you know, like you said, he's got a huge frame. He's 6'6", 229, and Andy Green's not going to be around forever. He's getting up there in age. I could see him only having a couple more productive years for the Devils, if if that. Um, you know, they're going to need guys like Butcher, Severson, and, you know, guys like Ty Smith are going to come up in the ranks and to step up. And, you know, maybe Kevin Ball can be one of them. But you're absolutely right. You hit it right on the head, Scott, that they need defensive help. You know, they, they need to figure out a goaltender situation that is just absolutely messy and disgusting right now. They don't even know what they have. So with these defensive prospects loading up, I think they're in pretty good shape if they can develop them correctly. Obviously. Yeah. So then moving on to the next prospect, Nick Merkley was a late first round pick by Arizona in 2015. And he's kind of been up and down. Um, he... Uh, had a very good first year as a pro, I'm assuming in the AHL, um, in 2017-18. Then he picked up an injury and, you know, kind of slowed down his progression. Um, He he has high-end skill and hockey sense, and he's very good on the power play. So, um, those... Yeah, this is what they... This is what um, EliteProspects.com says about him. Uh, A playmaking center that has excellent eye for the game. Sees the ice like a hawk from above creates scoring chances and an on-ice energy through taking advantage of puck possessions and making the most of turnovers. So, again, that's something, you know, the Devils need. They they have a bunch of questions as far as playmakers go. We know, you know, we don't know what Jack Hughes is yet. We don't even know what Nico Heashier is yet. Um, guys like uh, Nikita Gusev, Kyle Palmieri, you know, they're on the <coughs> later stages of their career. So, uh, you know, I mean, you bring a guy in here like Nick Mirky. Merkley, excuse me, um, you know, it's taking a chance on somebody that, you know, like I said, um, takes advantage on the power play, takes advantage on turnovers. You know, you said he's a very good power play guy. You know, that's the guy kind of devil that the Devils need. And he's only 22 and, you know, 5'10", 194 pounds from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, again, the Devils need a lot of help, you know, putting the puck in the back of the net. Um you know, it's not like Jack Hughes is gonna was came in here to be an all world scorer for this team. That's not how he plays the game. So the Devils need kind of that one goal scorer. That's what Taylor Hall was, but unfortunately they had to give that away because they're just not in a position to win right now. But hopefully, you know, you know, one of these guys that they picked up, no matter who it is, can be one of those scoring threats for them in the yeah. future. And then um just some it says some limitations here for Merkley. Uh he's got um, he's not the biggest or quickest. Um, he, the, uh, the guy who wrote this said he wouldn't call him an exceptional all around player, but he competes well enough. Uh, he thinks he can be an NHL player. Um, but he's not sold that he'll be better than a bottom six type in the league. Um, he thinks he will play eventually for the devils and he's on his last year of his entry level contract though. So, um, I think this is a guy that we will see play for the devils this year. Um, he can come over and play. I'm pretty sure. I think he was playing. He kind of he kind of sounds like a Joseph Blandesi type. Yeah, yeah. If you if you think about it, he sound he did, he sounds exactly like that. You know, Joseph Blandesi wasn't he was a you know he was a middle line you know shifty kind of 
you know, he had nice moves, but he couldn't always put the puck in the back of the net and take advantage of all his positions. But, you know, this kind of sounds like Joseph Blandese to me, but maybe a little bit more upside. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we'll probably see him play for the Devils this year, considering um, he is in the AHL for the Coyotes. Um, and since he's in the last year of his entry-level contract, the Devils will kind of have to evaluate him quickly and see how he fits into their system. Um, this could take away, you know, some playing time for um, – Kevin Rooney or uh, McLeod, uh, who actually picked up two assists mm-hmm. the other night. So, um, if this kid's going to come in, yeah, that's a guy. Or that's a guy I really want to see something. Yeah, he's been he's kind of a a bust. Uh, I mean, he hasn't really had a chance to to really play. He hasn't had that many big. Yeah, and that's true. And the, the best he's played in Binghamton has been at center. And when he's come up, uh, right to the Devils, he's played on the wing a lot. So, uh, first action as a center the other night, and he picks up two points. So. Maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, he can start to progress and we can see something from uh, Mikey McLeod that we haven't seen yet. Um, all right. And then the final prospect in this trade, um, Nate Schnarr, uh, I guess is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he had a huge season mm-hmm. in 2018-19. I believe he had 102 points in the OHL. Um, and he really helped uh, Guelph, like, uh, run to the championship. Um this writer is intrigued by his sense and size and saw him make some very nice plays, but he also disappeared in some games and scouts are kind of, you know, up and down on whether he's going to be, you know, a, a decent player. Uh, this guy says he saw enough in 2018-19 to grade him as a projected NHL player in the summer. Um, the adjustment to the pro pace has been a struggle for him this season. Um, he really hasn't had that much pop. Um he has been a forward on the lower half of Tucson's depth chart uh, who kills penalties. Uh, he thinks he has a chance to play, but he's more of a mid-tier prospect than a guy I'm slot. This guy is slotting into the devil's roster in a year or two. So um, I don't know these, these players, I think ball could be decent. The other two, I mean, Merkley is only averaging like half a point per game in the AHL. Um, right. Shinar, I guess you have to kind of, uh, hold on to the fact that he had 102 points in the OHL. Um, and not to and not to mention, too, in the playoffs that season, he had 19 total points, 8 goals, 11 assists. So, I mean, he's pretty consistent. I mean, at, at that point, he had a plus-minus that year, 43, but a minus 3 in the playoffs. So, I mean, he's pretty consistent, I think, you know, going from the regular season to the playoffs that year. And it's not just, you know, it's not just 2018, 2019, 2017, 2018 did that as well. Um, for Waterloo, 2015-2016, you know, pretty consistent numbers there. So, I mean, again, this kid is 20 years old. The, the Devils have three guys that are 20 or younger. So, you know, and a centerman, a 6'3", 181 pounds, a right-handed shooter. Um, I think the Devils got the best of, you know, all three worlds, I guess you could say, in these prospects. Uh, Schnarr apparently is the goal scorer of this bunch. Uh, Kevin Ball, of course, is the defenseman that doesn't put up a lot of points, but is a big body. And then Nick Merkley, I mean, he's the wild card. You never really know. That's another guy you're not going to see. You're not going to know what you're going to get out of him because, you know, being a high, you know, first round pick, number 30 overall by the Coyotes in 2015, you, know, you probably expected a little more out of your first round pick if you're Arizona. But, 
Um, you know, there's upside in all three of these guys, and I think they're all going to make some kind of positive contribution, whether it's with the Devils in the NHL or in Binghamton in the AHL or if they remain in Canada. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then this guy kind of wrote a little bit of a conclusion. Um, I'll just read it, what it says. Uh, Ty Smith remains New Jersey's top prospect, but Ball is right in that next group of the system. Whether he's number two or not would be up for debate and something I'll need to figure out, but he goes right to the top of its farm system and is someone I expect to be in the league in a year or two, helping the Devils win games. Merkley becomes a top five to seven prospect in their system. He's not right at the top of their depth chart upside wise, but in terms of signed pro forwards, he could be one of the first men up for a recall. Schnarr fits into the middle of their system and is not immediately on the NHL radar. So um, I guess just overall thoughts. Uh, We can also talk about the picks for a second. Um, I think the the picks are the big thing in this deal. Um, this is right, I've absolutely. seen that this is a pretty deep draft, um, and with the Devils, you know, right at number two overall right now in the lottery, um, they could be you know in a good seat to um, you know to get some really decent players in this draft. Rishiro is going to have to hit on that Coyotes pick for this draft for this trade to really you know be something that the Devils can look back on and see something positive from. I think, you know, for a guy who is going to be an impending free agent, um, most people don't think that he's going to want to re-sign in Arizona. Um, Mm -hmm. As you know, it's not the best place to play. But, I don't know, for the Devils needed to get something for for him. It was clear he wasn't going to re-sign. Um, and that contract, whoever gives it to him, is probably going to be, you know, pretty bad in the future, especially for a guy, you know, who's injury prone. He's only played one full 82 game season in his uh, career so far, uh, in his 10 year career so far. So, you know, mm-hmm. to get something for him, I think uh, is good. Uh, it was necessary. And I think Ray Shiro probably, you know, took the best possible deal that he could have gotten. Well, I guess that's really it. I mean, that is our instant reaction to the Taylor Hall trade. The New Jersey Devils have shipped him off to Arizona. You know, this was a long time coming. A couple of weeks we've, you know, heard about this talk. and But Taylor Hall has finally been shipped out of New Jersey, and the Devils are moving forward with their process. And also we have some big news before we go. Um, the Tri-State Sports Beat, uh, as of today, has now been officially uh, a part of the iHeartRadio media family. So you can you guys can find us on iHeartRadio on the app on Android and Apple and Apple, and uh, you know we're very excited about moving forward. We got a lot of big things coming in 2020. Yeah, so especially look forward to that hundredth episode. Follow follow us on all our social medias and stuff. Yeah, we're getting ready for that. That'll be tuned in this week. Uh, follow us on all our social medias, and thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys Bye-bye. next time.